everyone, and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available mass-produced foodstuffs. As always, to my right is Alex. And as always, to my left is Chris. We have a lot of stuff to get through today. That we do. This is a jam-packed episode. So before we get too far into it, we do want to bring in our special returning guest, fan favorite, Christy Roby. Wow, fan favorite. I'm blushing. Yes. Um, Thank you for having me back. I'm um, surprised, mostly, that you wanted to hang out with me again. Before we get going on today's candy, I do need to make a correction from the last time Christy joined us. Now, early on, we all decided, and I believe it was a unanimous vote, that horses count as children. Yes. It was not unanimous. I believe the record I doctored will say otherwise. So all in favor of saying that that previous vote was unanimous, say aye. 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 All opposed? Nay. How did that horse get in here? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I did some quick math off the top of my head, and I said that Cody, beautiful Cody, counted as one and a half to two children. I went back, checked my numbers, and I found due to a misplaced decimal point, I was way off. Cody, if anything, counts upwards of five children based on volume. And beauty. And definitely beauty. Majesticness. He definitely wins in majesticness. For those of you who have met my children, they are adorable. I would not call them majestic. Coco did once chase a butterfly through a field of flowers. That was pretty majestic, but represents a very small portion of her life. Now that that's cleared up, we know how many children Cody counts as. And which is interesting because uh, Christy actually has more children than you, Alex. He's not a child. You're right. He's five children. He's just a horse. Did you say he's just a horse? All right. Before this turns into fisticuffs, let's talk about candy. Yes, let's talk about candy, please. So today we have a fan suggestion. That's right. Dustin from Texas emailed us a while back suggesting we try Lollifile lollipops. Lollifile was gracious enough to send us, for free, five different flavors for us to try. Lollifile specializes in bizarre flavors of lollipops. Yeah, they have everything from pizza to breast milk and a bunch of boozy things in between. Alex, do you want to list off the flavors that we got? Tonight we have Irish cream, stout, blue cheese, and pangalactic gargle blaster. We also had a fifth flavor, Dreamsicle, which we tried before the podcast started. It gave us a really good baseline for their flavors. I thought it was both orange, creamy, and dreamy. Yeah, the flavor was dead on. They know what they're doing. I have no apprehension about tasting some of their weirder flavors. So let's start off with the alcoholic flavors that we got. Stout and Irish cream. Those both sound like things I would enjoy. Now, we have to let it be known that they actually contain no alcohol. What? Yeah, these are alcohol-free. It is just a flavor. So I'll be at a tasting detriment for these because I don't drink, and I honestly don't remember what stout tastes like. Well, I drink, so that's not a problem. I'm pretty familiar with a stout. We'll be able to close that gap for you. And honestly, for someone who doesn't drink, this might be a good way to fit in. Everyone else is having a beer. I pull out my beer-flavored lollipop. Here we go, guys. Life of the party. All right, so uh, let's talk about the Irish cream a little bit, shall we? Okay. It is white and spherical. It is is entirely white, which is something you don't see very often in a lollipop. 
Yeah, but that is pretty much the color of Irish cream. Thank you for looking it up. So let's go ahead and try these. And one thing we want to point out, uh, and this is more just for the visual image in your head, we only have one of each flavor lollipop, and we're not super excited about just passing them around to share it or just all licking it at once. We will be smashing them and then individually eating the shards. Let's get smashed. Oh, God starts. All right. So being the person here that doesn't drink, what did you two think about those flavors? I thought they were both tasty. My favorite was the stout, which the flavor kind of lingered in your mouth after. When I first tasted it, it reminded me of something and I could not figure out what. And we determined it tasted a lot like Golden Crisp or Honey Crisp if you were a Kellogg's family. It was a tasty and a very unique flavored lollipop. As a non-drinker, it does kind of taste what I remember beer tasting like. Yeah, there's definitely a, a malty flavor to it. I think they got that right. You could taste maybe a little alcohol-ish kind of aftertaste almost. Yeah, kind of in the top notes of it. I feel like there is just a just enough to get you there. I would say ultimately the stout one is pretty good. Yeah. I think out of the two, the stout was my pick, but the other one kind of took me to more of a tropical place than an Irish place, I thought. And maybe that was just me and I wishful thinking. Yeah, my first reaction was it tasted a little bit more like coconut than I was expecting. Chris, what was your breakdown of the flavor there? I couldn't really place the flavors. It was good. I liked it. But from what I remember of Irish cream, doesn't strike me as Irish cream. No, I would say based on the Irish cream that I've had in the relatively recent past that didn't quite strike that uh, that note. I always mix my Irish cream in with my coffee, so mine is overwhelmingly coffee flavored. I was going to say this might be great to stir my coffee. Get a little. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A breakfast lollipop. Yeah, it's kind of dunk it in there. Use it as a stir stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do have breakfast cereal lollipops, too. Or breakfast cereal milk lollipops, at least. Yes, that is correct. Although not an official use of their lollipops on the website, I think they would be okay with it. I'm a rule breaker. But I think we can all agree, though, that the stout was actually pretty good. Like, I would definitely get another one of those. Yeah, I'm actually hankering for another slice or shard or whatever. Another round? Yeah, another round. I should point out, these lollipops are far more durable than I imagined. So when you order them, they're going to get you in one piece. They do not break easy, even with a hammer. Well, let's leave the land of booze-flavored lollipops. Bye-bye, land of booze-flavored lollipops. A place where I'm a stranger and have no home, and rest comfortably in my wheelhouse of cheese-flavored lollipops. Yes, we have blue cheese for our lollipop, which has a nice mixture of white and turquoise of various shades, kind of like a nice blue cheese. So typically what keeps me from really enjoying blue cheese is that I find it's too salty. Not the stankiness? It's pretty stanky. Is it weird if I say that's never affected me? Your silence speaks volumes. (laughs) I'll only judge a little bit. So I think when reviewing this flavor... We have to ask ourselves the question, what meat would it pair best with? Because blue cheese often does play second fiddle to delicious meat dishes. That is totally true. I am personally banking on buffalo wings. Mm, A standard classic. 
Maybe for the vegetarians, it could pair with a salad. I personally would like to see it paired with a burger. All right, well, let's smash this and see what we have. This is kind of a weird one. I honestly think this is the best blue cheese I've ever had. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would say this oddly hit the nail on the head. The flavor's right, but it's sweet. And that's probably why it's the best blue cheese I've had. Christy, what's your take on it? This definitely tastes like blue cheese. So if you like that, this is, I think, is on point. I was kind of surprised at how it sort of has a very creamy taste somehow. Yeah, it's got the saltiness. It's got that little bit of bite that blue cheese has. Yeah, as you said, like has that creaminess to it, even though it is a solid lollipop. And also, I'm not a fan of blue cheese, but I would crush that up and put that on a hamburger. That would make for one crunchy hamburger. You know what? I'm okay with textures like that, so sure. A man with a sophisticated palate. So the colors matched, the flavor matched. The smell matched as well. In a lot of their advertisements, they keep mentioning this blue cheese one. I have a feeling they are very proud of this flavor, as rightly they should. Definitely. I mean, if I was a candy confectioner, I came up with this. I'd be pretty proud of it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So earlier, we had talked about what we would want to pair this with. Alex, your goal of pairing this with buffalo wings, how does it stack up? You know, I got to say, I actually would probably do it in the salad. I know that sounds sacrilege, but because it's sweet, I think it would pair well with uh, like a sweeter salad. I would agree with Alex. I think he's right about the salad. Maybe with some fruit, but then get maybe some chicken, a little bacon. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, bringing some of that bacon salt into it would really enhance this. I do want to state, though, real bacon, not bacon-flavored something. Oh, Lord, no. We've been burned by that before. Although they do have a lot of bacon-flavored stuff on their website, too. And now I'm actually interested in trying it. I'm still scarred. I suppose I'm just a masochist. So coming off the victory of blue cheese, I am very excited for our last sucker. The Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. Yes, it is totally fictional, except for an olive. So for anyone out there who is not an ultra nerd like Alex and I, Christy, where would you put your nerd level? I think I'd be like a super nerd. Fair enough. So anyone who is unfamiliar with it, Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster is a reference to Douglas Adams' five-part trilogy, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Alex, would you like to read the passage that it shows up in? The Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster is an alcoholic beverage invented by ex-president of the universe, Zaphod Beeblebrox, considered by the guide to be the best drink in existence. Its effects are similar to having your brain smashed by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. Mm. So unfortunately, the original ingredients to the Pan Galactic Goggle Blaster cannot be obtained on Earth because they are both fictional and fatal to humans. And extraterrestrial. The list of reasons goes on and on. So their website describes it as a fruity, ginny taste with just a hint of being hit in the head with a brick made of gold. I think they covered their bases. Well, I'm ready to get hit in the head with gold brick. Well, until humans perfect the improbability drive, this is going to have to do. (laughs) 
That was a beautiful gold brick. That is the next best thing to going to Eroticon 3 and having that served. I was surprised and excited. Uh, The initial flavor was delicious. And then there was that cake with the brick. Yeah, this has a very interesting flavor profile. It has a nice sort of gin fruit flavor to start off with. And after a few seconds, it really does hit you with a very intense spicy hit. I mean, Minnesota spicy. Yeah, Minnesota spicy. We're not talking ghost chili peppers here. It's surprising. I think that's really more what gets you. For being a fictional drink, they really captured that. Everything but the olive. Yeah, unfortunately, there was no olive in it, but I feel like an olive would have only detracted from it. Yeah, perhaps. I am pleasantly surprised and happy there was no olive flavor. Well, what else do we say about this magnificent creation? I think that out of all the lollipops, that might have been my favorite. Yeah, they're really competent with their ability to create flavors, even just like standard flavors like the Dreamsicle, dead on. Bizarre fictional flavors, shockingly even better at creating those. I really can't get over that like spicy hit to it. That's just such a good idea. So clever. <laughs> yeah. Creative. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems so obvious Like now that I think about it. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, it's one of those things like you're almost angry that you didn't come up with it. Yeah. Because it's such a clever and good idea. I got to say there were a lot of great ones tonight. Boy, the uh, even though it didn't actually hit the, the technical mark, um, that stout is really sticking with me. I, I really enjoyed that. And I'm going to say, this is not lollifowl related, but smashing these up, I think that's how I'm going to eat all of my lollipops from now on. Makes it easier to sprinkle on your salad. I mean, honestly... You have a hammer and a plastic bag. The options are limitless. Of things you could smash? Yeah, as long as they're smaller than what's in the bag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I think that is going to bring our lollyfile episode to an end. I got to say, I'm going to miss this episode. I may have to just go and actually order some lollipops. Well, Alex, if you want to order some, or if any of our listeners want to order some, they can find them at lollyfile.com. That's spelled L-O-L-L-Y-P-H. I-L-E dot com. Oh, they're also on social media channels at Lollyfile. So I guess pick your favorite and find them. Why choose? Porque no los dos. Alex, do you want to tell the people where they can find us on the social medias? You can always find us on Facebook if you search for a Sugar Daddy's podcast. We are on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's pod. And if you want to see some photos that we take of various candies and sweets you can always find us on instagram at sugar daddy's podcast if you want to suggest a candy for us to have like dustin from texas did you can email us at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com we want to give a special thanks to lolly files for sending us these samples and to carly who helped arrange the whole thing and of course a very very special thank you to our first repeat guest christy roby who i get to work with on an almost weekly basis if we both happen to show up that day we are constantly playing hooky and who i get to work with on my other podcast chris and christy watch chris christy tune in if you're not a sucker oh podcast is over we talked about this (laughs) 